And welcome to another episode of the Dose and a Half Cinco's podcast. I am your host, David. With me is Stu. That's me. <laughs> your favorite, and, uh, half, your favorite with... half Chino. <laughs> and the other, uh, as always, is uh, Ben. Say hello, Ben. My name's David. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, this week we are missing Sean once again. He is on a deep undercover uh, assignment. Right, guys? Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you drown on that one. Uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna drink all this water and then not say anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, I guess the pot, Popeye's chicken sandwich update uh, this week. Uh, I went back to the uh, same one that I normally go to. Yeah. Uh, and they now they just like straight up put a poster up. They they paid money. They designed it. Someone you know, graphic artist, put it together, made a Photoshop file, printed out a poster, just to say that they don't have any. Uh, and that you know, it was like an empty sandwich wrapper. Like, oh, be right back. Like, so how could you possibly run out of like like chicken? Like, period. I mean, I think it's the fact that they do have chicken for tenders and for the legs and thighs and breasts, but um, I, the chicken sandwich actually uses a chicken patty, right? Yeah, like yeah. A, not chicken patty. Well, like chicken filet. Like yeah, the chicken breast. Yeah, it's, a it's a boneless chicken breast that's specially made for that chicken sandwich, and they just don't have that. Right. I guess mm. they were woefully underprepared for the surge of people that wanted it. And they were that's un- underprepared for the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I and guess that's they... why I am casting from outside the Popeyes in Garden Grove. I will so be moving were once. Were you successful? I mean, I'm still here. You're still at the Popeyes outside in Garden Grove. I'm moving back as soon as I get that sandwich. And that's why I mean this Korean chicken. Cause... Oh, you want to oh. get it before you move permanently for the. Uh, the... Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, I'm not moving from the spot until I get that chicken sandwich. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so Ben, you're live on location then at the yeah, so Popeye's and Garden. The Popeye's Watch 2019, reporting from the field. <laughs> I'm Ben Somali. What do you What do you see out there, Ben? How's it looking? Well, Stu, I gotta say, there's not a lot of chicken, but there's a lot of homeless people. <laughs> Shocking. It's hard, hard-hitting reporting by Ben Somali in the field. There's also no public restroom for me to use. <laughs> just do Popeyes what you want. Empty what... Popeye's bucket. <laughs> just use, just do what the homeless people do. What does that do? Just go to the nearest Starbucks and. And then you just wait outside because you didn't buy anything. So you're just waiting until somebody goes in and they uses the bathroom. And as they're leaving, you grab the handle. No, so that way David, you... have you yes. not been following the news? What's been going on in 2019? No. What happened? Please, please enlighten me. Uh, due to some, you know, whatever controversy, Starbucks has new policy is that anyone can use the bathroom even if you don't buy anything. Wait, Whoa. Wait, is this I'll be right back, guys. This is Ben signing off.
Signing no, off to ben- the nearest Starbucks bathroom. This is Starbucks bathroom watch 2019. Wow. <laughs> I've been to my- <laughs> Holy moly, what? You didn't hear about this? No. And, and the all of this stuff is dated from like last year. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no conception of time. Uh, but yeah, some guy was at a Starbucks and he was just sitting there not buying anything. They asked him to leave. He got all upset. Cops were involved. And then social media outlash or, you know, they're out, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, then they made the policy that anyone can use the bathroom. Oh, because they thought it was they were afraid of being called racists. Oh, because the guy was black. Ben, are you actually going to the bathroom right now? Did Ben really walk away from him? I think he went to go take a leak. He is at a Starbucks down the street. Ben Somali reporting back in. I have to report that uh, Starbucks does, in fact, let you use the bathroom without any purchase. <laughs> the but free purchase me, of a Frappuccino. <laughs> so you don't know if they're going to let you use it for free because oh, you I bought, bought it something. after. <laughs> I'm doing this because I want to, not because I feel guilty for using your bathroom. Yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, well, that's, uh, that's my enlightening. Every, that's my reality every morning. Uh, I have to walk by the crazy, whatever crazy homeless person is is camping the Starbucks. Uh, but yeah. Which, wow, like, speaking of, crazy. speaking of which, I mean, I don't want to sound insensitive or all, but anything, but uh, why is it? when you see homeless people, like certain homeless people, I'll say like they're just, some of them are just like talk. They're just talking and to no one. And like, I mean, do you ever guys ever see that? Cause I feel yeah. like I, I like every one out of one out of like six homeless people I walk by is like that. I feel like, um, I definitely saw one on my way home that was staring at the back of a signal light. And I was like, Trying, I was at a stop, and I tried to turn around to see if there was any writing on it, and there was not any writing on it. He was just talking and reading it out loud. Yeah, yeah this so outside the scope of my knowledge. Oh, yeah, because yeah, mean, Ben I, doesn't I know what that's about. Yeah, like, yeah, Ben's like in his ivory tower in Irvine, just like, oh, homeless. What does that mean? <laughs> oh my! Oh dear! You say there are people out there without a home? <laughs> What about their butlers? Where where do their butlers stay? (laughs) What? You don't have a butler and a maid and a chef? And a driver? You live in the the maid's quarters? If you don't have a house? Um, And that's the other thing. How come there are so many lower class to middle class people? Why don't people just get better jobs? (laughs) I don't get it. I, it, I mean, you, you, you just get more money. I mean, come on. Go, yeah, come on, peep. Come on, America. Did you guys do anything else this week? Did you guys see anything else besides our movie of the week, uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold? I uh, I watched, um, I think the only thing I watched was uh, Dave Chappelle's new stand-up on Netflix. Excellent. Sticks and Stones. Uh, highly recommend. Highly, it's very good. 
I, I very much approve. Do you think there should be a trigger alert on it? Fuck no. Fuck that. I mean, you know what you're getting into when you're watching a Dave Chappelle special. That's, or just I Dave guess Chappelle. that's true. Cause some, yeah, it's true. I mean, I watched it and I was like, well, I can feel that there will probably be some people who are like, this is really insensitive and all that stuff. And I was like, but it's Dave Chappelle. So I mean, what else did you expect? That's and part, part of the itself. reason why I approve of it so much. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm very not with the the PC stuff, so. Oh, the that, SJW, that kind of stuff. SJW, they can all eat a bag of dicks. Or <laughs> they can all eat a, uh, a uh, what do you call it? Uh, a non-binary uh, <laughs> bag, of bag of genitalia. Of, yeah. How, how PC of you, Stu? Yeah, well, you know. Um, it's going me, on YouTube. I don't want to get this like removed or anything. So. <laughs> I'll make sure to edit that one so that was nice and clean. <laughs> so so that's all I ever talk about in the podcast. <laughs> Stu, stop mentioning non-binary Stu, genitalia. Stu, so what, what did you think of Dora? Yeah, because the bi- non-binary genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> Nondescript bag or vesicle or receptacle. There it is. Non-binary receptacle of genitalia. Yeah, that is Stu's favorite word. So, can you go ahead and give us a sound bite? Uh, dick butt. <laughs> All right. Um. So for me this week, I actually finished watching The Boys, and I don't know why, but I got so excited when uh, Butcher actually said the name of the show. He's like, "What about me and the boys?" And I was like, "Wow." <laughs> He said it, it took him that long. Fucking said it. Got, it. You just it took me, I literally <laughs> was just like, oh, I'm done. He said it. So I have no idea how it ends. Um, ending was not what I was expecting. Yeah, the ending did, did. Now that we can talk about it, uh, the ending did feel like kind of what Ben was saying, like, Un- like, ru- like rushed. I don't remember. Yeah. I forgot what you said, but it yeah, just yeah, felt yeah. like it kind of like ended, but it like wasn't very satisfying. It, could have been it could have been 10, 10 episodes i yeah. think easily right. that was, last episode felt like they were just like oh crap we got all this really great content how do we get from this point to the point where we don't get canceled just in case if there's an ending and there's no season 2 right kind of thing that's, i think that's kind of like what happened with uh, narcos a little bit but uh i was going to ask ben a uh, quick spoiler alert uh ahead but uh ben was one of the things that you thought was like rushed or you were not satisfied with was like how a train died a train didn't die well not died but like how he like went down how he was like defeated was just just like oh oh, my heart kind of a long time coming though yeah yeah it wasn't so much that it was i felt like there were some small tidbits here and there uh of um, man, it's been a while since I've actually watched that or watched the boys, but there were a few instances where I thought, okay, this is kind of a bit rushed to be, um, oh, what's her name? Um, Queen, Queen, um, Maeve, Queen Maeve. Yeah, there you go. Queen Maeve. I, it took me a while to pick up on the fact that she was an alcoholic. Uh, but apparently that was supposed to be a bigger, a bigger issue oh. that, you know, she was going around that she was, yeah, because yeah, I, I only remember the one scene when she's like trying to get the booty call. Yeah. She's drunk. 
really. So. Yeah, so I, I felt like that. I, um, they could have spent a little more time on that, you know. I mean, um... I would have, I would, I would have wanted more black noir just because I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, well, that's exactly that kind of part of his. Sucks. Everyone <laughs> except black noir. He's yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Kind of his mystery is that he's kind of there and also not there. Oh yeah, that's what uh, what's uh, Homelander said, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone sucks except you black all noir. Have let me down. Except you, black noir. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, no, Boys was was fantastic. Thank you for the recommendation. I am trying my best to try to finish Mindhunter, but it's uh, I I got caught up in the Boys for the last couple of weeks. So, Understand. it's not hard. Just like watch it. It's easy to watch because it's good. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, did you uh, you finish it, right, Stu? I what? Did you finish it? Uh, I did finish Mindhunter. Oh, great! So now we can talk about it. So my okay, favorite. I'm take part... my headphones off for. <laughs> For 25 minutes, come back, and then he goes, and then when the mine hunter was David, no, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awful. Um, so what about you, Ben? What else did you see this week besides the movie of the week? Uh, so I actually did finish Mine Hunter this past week. Oh, Wait, I thought you finished it. Before. No, I didn't. I, oh. I was oh, like two right. episodes behind, yeah. Right. So I, I did finish it, and man, I gotta say, uh, I was a really big fan of season one but i felt season two definitely was better you know i I didn't have any complaints about season one but season two was felt so much uh so much more tense you know it uh it it was like a really long movie like it it was like a a movie that's eight hours long and it was amazing yeah because i think like in season one there's a lot of i mean uh david you saw season one already uh, I'm halfway oh, through season one. Oh. God, damn it. God, fu- well, never mind, Ben. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, dude, I, they already knew how the ending was for um for Breaking Bad before I started watching it, and it still did not change how compelling it is. So well, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay. Still with not, it. I'm still not going to say anything until you've caught up at least a little bit more. Yeah, what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it should be. I am very sorry. Sorry, piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Mindhunter, I definitely, oh my god, I definitely recommend it. I cannot wait for season three if that's ever coming around. Probably will be. But yeah, I mean... They'll make us wait two years again. Oh, fuck, man. I, it was really good. Ah, uh, okay. oh, man, there's... Ah, damn it, David. All right, what? whatever. I was going to say something about season two, but I guess we'll talk about that some other time. We we could okay, probably but... just make next uh, next week's episode about Mindhunter. Uh, I'll no, do my best to try to because jam it all is coming out this week. So, yeah. oh what? No, there's no what? What it is? What Mindhunter? It too. What you... what is that? It's the movie you're too afraid to watch because you're actually it's not because I watched it one last week. To oh, you prepare. did? Wait, I did. Oh, okay. scary. I don't know. Is this one? Is this okay? This it is the one thing. I, well, yeah, there were some moments where I definitely like jumped a little bit. Um, but my question is, somebody was telling me earlier. I think it was Evan. He was like, "Dude, is this? Supposed, it was supposed to be a comedy, right?" No. What? No. It's a Stephen King book. Well, yeah, I know that part, but I think the way that they kind of just oh, but like, yeah, the, they... oh, but you mean that yeah, because it one was it was like half comedy, half horror, right? Because there was is that the way it was supposed to be. 
the Wait, you mean the you mean the movie was it like did they make it that way then yeah, yeah. The answer is yes but if the original story was supposed to be like that i don't know oh okay because i know that there's an original version of it from yeah, like there's the 1980s yeah, tim curry it yeah so that one i heard is much more um messed up is the word i'm using so okay well um yeah so that was for me what about you ben besides uh finishing mindhunter um I have been uh, reading up on some reviews for Joker, though. Ooh, is that, that's not out yet, is it? It's not, but it. Uh, um, I can't remember which film festival it was at, but uh, it debuted, and um, I'm not sure. Is it? Would this be considered spoilers to talk about reviews for a movie coming out? Uh, I mean, depends I on how general I, you are with the yeah, review. I mean, I already don't have uh, high expectations for it. Okay. So, well, is it thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, well, okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, it's pretty much a unanimous two thumbs up, like, everyone has been raving about it. Whoa, really? Yeah, giving, like, ridiculously high reviews, um, a lot of reviewers are giving it, like, a legitimate Oscar run prediction, so. What? Yeah. Holy, holy. All right, well, well, that comes out, we'll, uh, we'll give, we'll give it a run for its money. See if it's a joke. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little suspicious of Joaquin Phoenix since you know it's Joaquin Phoenix and he's kind of a goofball. But uh, I was yeah, more I concerned with the director. I uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I felt was like a really interesting choice. But uh, Todd Phillips, I believe, is the director. He um, he did The Hangover, right? Joaquin Phoenix. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Remember, he was the guy who lost his tooth. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, no, the director, Todd Phillips, did, um, did The Hangovers, and he also did... Ah, oh, fuck, what was that? That movie with uh, Miles Teller and Jonah Hill, and they Who's sell good coins? guns. Huh? Who's flipping coins? Oh. Someone's flipping coins? Ben. What? That's David. It's a poke. That's not me. You were about to. You were about to cop to it. I don't have a coin in front of me. You were about to say it's a poker chip or whatever. Yeah, it sounds like a poker chip. Anyways, what were you saying, Ben? <laughs> so Todd Phillips directed. <laughs> wow. All right. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips directed (laughs) The Hangover in that one movie with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill where they're selling guns. Oh, Oh, the the one where they're... Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. War Dogs? Yeah, War Dogs. There you go. And, you know, I mean, those movies didn't get the greatest reviews. I mean, the first Hangover was the hit, but everything after that was just like, eh. So, this will be interesting to see, because this is, um, you know, there's not a lot of room for comedy in this, and we have a lot, a lot of stars in this. We have a lot of star power. We got, uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, we got Zazie Beetz, we got uh, Henry Tyrese, ah, fuck, what's his name? Um, 
If you guys ever watched Atlanta, I can't remember his name. Paperboy. Oh, wow. Robert De Niro's in it? Yeah, Robert De Niro. Oh. Yeah, it's the... Uh... Brian Tyree Henry. There you go. Brian Tyree Henry's in it. I feel, uh, like, I feel like I'm going to be biased even when I watch it, even if it's really good. Because it's not Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's Heath a, Ledger, has, yeah. like, he's created some pretty big shoes uh, to fill. Oh, because he's a clown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's, like uh, as far as I'm, like, for me, it's it's Heath Ledger and then Mark Hamill, and then everyone else is just kind of whatever. A bag of dicks. Yeah. Yep, I agree. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see how he compares to the greats. Yep. But uh, right. aside... Aside from that, there was one other piece of news that I thought was kind of interesting. It actually uh, kind of debuted today. I'm not really too sure how accurate this information is, but um, Brad Pitt recently was in an interview with the New York Times, and he mentioned that Quentin Tarantino wanted to give... Um, well, okay, let me preface this with something else. Um, are you guys familiar with the history of The Hateful Eight? The, well, the movie, but not. Yeah. You mean like the history of the making of the movie, or yeah, like yeah. the? Oh no, no. Okay, so it went through this whole um, ordeal where, when Quentin Tarantino was first producing the script and everything, someone leaked it, and Tarantino threw a fit, and, and he actually canceled the production of the movie, and he released the movie as a stage play instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after. He, you know, vented love off his steam. He decided he'll make the movie. However, after the movie was created, uh, Tarantino still wasn't satisfied with it. So what he did was he actually re-edited the movie entirely and released it onto Netflix as like a three-episode series. Oh, yeah. I saw that pop up on Netflix. I was like, what is this, extended version? Or yeah. I haven't watched it, but okay. Yeah, so it was pretty much cut into it. Like, you know, just long-form television, essentially. So, Quentin Tarantino wants to do the same thing with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, according to Brad Pitt. Don't know how true that is, but... So would you guys three-part series on Netflix, on Netflix? Maybe. I'm not really sure how long it would be or anything. <clears throat> These are just rumors. It was just Brad Pitt on an interview saying that Quentin Tarantino was interested in doing that. Hmm. Would you guys be interested in watching that? Yes. I guess I'd have, I, I mean, obviously, yes. Um, I'd be curious, though, is, like, to go back and watch, like, the, the Hateful Eight one that he did to see, like, what exactly he's, like, made it into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which I actually is... haven't seen Hateful Eight, so. Oh, you Neither never have I. saw the regular Hateful Eight movie? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, do you think there's a chance that those three episodes might just follow, like, three separate story arcs? Like, since Bruce Lee, you know, Bruce Lee wasn't, a huge part of the movie that you know there might be like a one one episode would be just yeah. well maybe him they'll... and then the other one would be following just cliff and the other one's just following uh, uh maybe the, they would have a uh, tim tim roth uh who was supposed to be who burt reynolds maybe they'll maybe they'll actually show him since he was cut from the you know the theatrical release yeah maybe there there was definitely a lot cut so um i am excited to see what will happen with that yeah. Because I, I just can't believe that Tim or uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino would shoot a movie with Tim Roth in it and just, like, not have him in it. Because they, like, do everything. 
Like as far as they're like they're always in like he's always like he's always casting Tim Roth or Tim Roth is always in Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. He was just at the premiere and he's like, I I feel like I'm forgetting something. Did I forget my keys at home? Did I forget my coffee? <laughs> oh no, Tim Roth. Oh, I cut his entire part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it sounds like we had a pretty uh good week. Uh, we have our movie of the week to still review. So we're going to step right into it, uh, get down to our box office rundown for this week. Uh, this week, day, well, staying at number one is Angel Has Fallen with $11.8 million. Number two was Good Boys, same as last week, but now with $9.5. Lion King uh, jumped up from five to now number three in the list with six point nine. Fast and Furious stayed right where it was at 6.4 and the fourth spot. Ready or Not has jumped a little bit. I uh, moved up one spot from six to five at 5.9 million. Overcomer drops from the top three, now at number six with 5.6 million. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is holding strong and moved up slightly from eight to seven. Um, Spider Man Far From Home was not on the list last week because it had f- fallen to 15, moved Wait, up did, to eight. Is this the. Uh... The re-release they did, where it's like extended footage. Yes, with the extended footage. Okay. Um, so that that probably helped with the infusion. Uh, Angry Birds movie two, uh, which was supposed to be this week's movie, um, dropped from number seven to number nine at, with four point two. Once upon a time in Hollywood is pulling up the rear at number ten once again for the second week in a row. And our movie pick of the week, Dora the and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, fell out of the top 10 where it was at number nine last week and it fell to number 11. Um, some of the other notables, the Peanut Butter Falcon, that's the Shia LaBeouf movies, still hasn't cracked the top 10, probably never will. Um, Toy Story is still, you know, somewhere in the top 15, $2.4 million. And uh, some of the other ones are already starting to fade pretty strong. So, um, guys, any, any questions, comments, concerns? Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, looking at the list, I mean, Spider-Man Far From Home, it, it jumped up quite a bit because of that uh, that re-release with the extended, uh, I guess the extended edition uh, that was released this past weekend. And it, it looks like Disney's actually taking advantage of that. Uh, they played around with that with, uh, what was it, with Endgame, and it seemed to have done wonders for it. I mean, it pushed it over the edge to beat out Avatar as the number one grossing movie of all time. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoever's flipping that coin, it's coming, it's like really loud. Endgame <laughs> released and did the same tactics and it was proved successful because of its uh, number one uh, all-time release requisition. Yeah, yeah. That's not this word, man. I cannot speak. I mean, well, are uh, they definitely? Go ahead. Oh, I was. Are they trying to do the same? I mean, Spider-Man is. I would imagine is not nearly close to Endgame as far as money, but like, is are they just trying to make more money off of it? I assume so. I mean, looking at the numbers, it really did help. Um, I mean. <laughs> It got 155% more income than it did the previous week. So it, it really bumped it up and it, it went from, uh, well, out of the top 10 to the top 10 again. Wow. So, yeah. I, so I I mean, it jumped seven places. 
Do you think this is going to be a consistent pattern that we're going to start seeing from all the Marvel movies where they, they let I, you know one run and then they add two more minutes of film uh, at the very end and do an extended release? I wouldn't that we're going say... Because kind of I, I feel like they were the, the ones who first started doing like the teasers and the... Uh, like after credit stuff like that as far as i can remember it was the it was only the marvel movies where people had to stay through the entire credits to be able to catch some glimpse of you know uh of like the next movie or movie yeah yeah yeah, the primer so so i think marvel definitely you know popularized that however um this tactic where they make an extended cut or something for a movie i don't think it's very viable for every single movie that they're going to release like say they make ant-man 3 or something right i don't think that there's going to be enough audience appeal to go see an extended cut of whatever next ant-man would show up just because oh, it's okay. not as popular say spider-man not only that so, but i mean it was a perfect condition for for uh for disney to re-release spider-man this weekend just because well it, it was a very damn slow weekend i mean yeah uh, i couldn't tell you what was exciting coming out this weekend right so the number one movie that premiered this past week was in number 15 or 15 <laughs> spot so so yeah. you're saying what you're saying is that conditions were perfect is this, is this the thing is, is this a reference i, I don't know were we supposed to just is wait this, all right, well, some, someone, I mean, you guys don't, it went right over your heads, but someone will get it. Okay, we'll keep that in for those people. Um, Where's the boo noise? Do we still have that sound? No, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'll put that I need in. To play it. Okay. Boo. Uh, you guys are going to be booing yourselves when you realize what that's from, but whatever. Okay. I'm still booing. I'm going to stick with my boo. Boo. Okay. Boo. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Since last week's and this week's were so close, um, outside of the the new, I want to put new in air quotations because it's the same movie, but with two minutes of extra film, is uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So, uh, which, you know, Stu had already talked about before. Excellent movie. Ben and also echoed the same sentiment um, as the ending, the proper ending to the Infinity uh, story arc is that what we're calling it universe or saga saga there we go infinity saga so uh, we're gonna go into our movie of the week uh, chosen by our panel uh, was dora and the lost city of gold i mean uh, let's, have... let's just be real i mean it was because ben wouldn't shut up about seeing it so and aren't yes. you glad i didn't <laughs> that's well well that we'll find same, out we'll, we'll, yeah we'll find out uh right after these messages hey guys looking for new electronics come on down to good guys <laughs> uh, that's all i got wait that was, you, we, was it yeah, that we, was the we, thing we can... you, you built up for I wasn't building up anything. Yet. Oh, David, David, David just left. You tell me what good guys was, and now this is it. Good guys this like is Come on down to good guys. <laughs> was, you didn't what, what's good? Dude, time? we we Stu, we can just have you record a separate one when you think of it. I'm no, not no. gonna do that. Give me that one. No. <laughs> All right, fine. Circuit City, Blockbuster. You guys pick whatever. I don't have anything that can match God the blue it. the blue apron one. That was dude. We we already blew our load then. Yeah, we wasted it. Well, I was gonna say, come, come on down to the to the, no, to can't, the. We can't block. say come on down again. That's just the same joke. 
Bust in the blockbuster to grab your <laughs> brand new releases on the release shelf. Rent, like Speed rent 2. two <laughs> rent two Nintendo 64 games, get a third free. And if you buy a box of unpopped popcorn and candy, uh, you get a free four-day rental. This ad sucks. Uh, your next... <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens when we try to force it. I'm not forcing it. Like, well, uh, we've established. It's that. okay. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna cut all of it out. Nope, not all no. of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome back to <laughs> the the second half of the Dose and a Half Cinco's podcast. Uh, this is the part where we're going through the movie of the week, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Ben, what is it about? Dora, boots. Come on, Dora. 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 Let's go. That was that was great. That was just like the movie. It was compelling. I knew exactly what you were talking about. David, what did you think of the movie? Uh, I thought it was actually decent. Um, obviously, it's not going to win any awards, uh, except for uh, Ben's surprise pick of the year. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a kids movie, but at the same time, it had it had its moments. Uh, Danny Trejo as Boots the monkey. I was. Uh, so, oh yeah, sorry. That's more of a spoiler. Keep going. Yeah. So his his uh, well done. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Good 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 movie. Good good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a for effort. Yeah. I uh, I mean, what's I mean? It's weird because this movie came out 2019. Yeah. Anyone who. Dora, I mean, I don't know. Is Dora still on Nickelodeon right now? Like, are they making new episodes? Um, but like anyone who would have known, like, been into Dora when it was around initially, like, you're they're like Ben's age now, right? Yeah. So, Pretty much. like, sometimes when I see these movies, it's like, who who is the target audience? Kind of like when we saw Power Rangers, it's like, obviously, we went to go see it because it's Power Rangers. Um, mm-hmm. but like, that was when we were children. Like the right. children now, don't probably I mean don't ha- quite have the same attachment to it. I feel like so like same thing for Dora. Like do kids now, like do do they know about Dora or do they just is this just a movie they went to go see because it was a kids movie? I think it was a movie that was marketed to both groups. You know, it was marketed towards the generation that grew up with Dora. You know, that recognize her, that want to see, you know, this zany plot line of a movie of like Zora, of Dora actually going out on an adventure and, you know, growing up. And it also, you know, it, it doesn't like uh, really betray the essence of what that show was, you know, knowledge, yeah. uh, you know, right. communicating with kids. So yeah. it's, uh, it's okay to it's okay to be smart. It's okay um, to be smart. It's okay to and be quirky. It's okay to be different. Have quirks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I buy that. And um, it's also okay to be nostalgic. Can you say nostalgic? Wow. Spoilers. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I never watched Dora, but I think I, I knew enough about it to like note, notice points they were kind of throwing back um, to to the original, like this original show. So, I mean, yeah, for me, again, seeing it by myself was a little weird. Still, <laughs> I mean, once again, I tried to buy a ticket away from where no, everyone else would sit, but and of course, the family sat right. A, I, I swear on to God, your a lap. Fam, a, a, they might as well have. A full family <laughs> sat because I bought a ticket for like the very like kind of like one of the front rows, um, just because like I didn't think anyone would buy those tickets. But sure enough, the, the even though there's completely empty, even though there's <laughs> plenty of other seats further back, they decided to do that. So then, of course, social anxiety kicks in, and I moved up to the next row uh, to sit by myself. Nice. Should we uh, get you like a a, a shirt or a, maybe a, a lanyard that says movie reviewer that I have to be here? I have. Well, I mean, it's over now. Uh, the 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 part about not you know being a, a grown ass man in Adora, the Lost City of Gold movie uh, was overshadowed by the the soul crippling anxiety of having to just sit next to someone. Or sit clo- in proximity to people at a movie theater by myself. So, do we need to get you a a, a movie companion, like in the form of a stuffed animal, maybe? Yeah, we help? can we we can try. We see what it, can, how it does. Or if anybody who's a fan of uh, of Thirty Rock, we maybe should we get you a Kamiko? Uh, I already have uh, plenty of Kamikos. I mean, wait, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Cut how that you out. use the carpool lane, right? No, that's not. Yeah, that's staying. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it, obviously, I wasn't going in with high hope, with high expectations, but it was, you know, fairly enjoyable, even though I felt like I was there against my will. But yeah, well, pay, I mean, in general, I feel pacing was good. Story didn't drag very much. Um, it definitely had its moments. It kind of reminded me as. I think someone had said, I think it was either Ben or I think Ben said it at one point. It's like, um, like a more adolescent version of Tomb Raider with a lot less blood. So it'd just be like a very similar story, like discovering stuff, jungle puzzles. Uh, or comic mischief. Yes, that is included, especially if for, you know, a, a cartoon adaptation mm-hmm. of, you know, in a live action setting. So um, but overall, if, uh, if I had to give it a rating, I think I would give it a, probably a six and a half, almost borderline seven. What about, uh, used to, uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll go a five out of 10. Okay. Ben. Uh, probably six, seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to win any, you know, Oscars or any big awards or anything like that, but I definitely had a lot more fun with that movie than I thought I would. Uh, definitely kept me engaged. The uh, f- Did you guys stay through the final dancing scene at the very end? Yeah, I watched the whole dance, and then I looked up there for a stinger, and I was like, I saw what the stinger was. And I'm like, I don't think this is going to mean anything to me, so I just left. <laughs> I didn't even bother to stay with the stinger. I was like, okay. all right, this movie's done. I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I stayed for the dance scene, yes. Oh, okay. Wait, we're not in the spoiler zone yet. Shit. It's fine. I think that one's okay. Okay. I'm going to do 
So during our uh, during our Twitch stream version of our episode, we'll we'll all do the elephant together. Wow. Okay. Yes. Okay. The starfish. All right. Well, any other uh, any other general thoughts before we get into the deep dive and spoiler zone? Mm, no, not for me. Ben. Nope. Let's get to it. All right. Okay. All right. You guys have been warned. We are once again approaching the spoiler zone, and we're going to be going into a Art. in-depth. Nope. I can't do it. hard. Yeah, we're going good. hard to the hole. We're going hard into. Dora and the... Oh, my God. God. Oh, no, no, no. Jesus Keep going, Christ. David. We're on a list. We are on a list now. <laughs> I mean, if we weren't already. Uh, oh, we're well, I mean, David's on another a list. list. David, uh, David's been on a list, I think. But David is now going to be featured on Mindhunter. Fuck. <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler. That's a spoiler. <laughs> that's a spoiler for David. We're in the spoiler zone. Uh, that doesn't mean you just spoil anything. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Oh wait, you're right. Fuck. Everybody was a mine hunter all along. The real mine hunter was the friends we found along the way. <laughs> this is the point where everybody like turns and looks at the camera, and then everybody just awkwardly just stares, and then nothing happens. That's all right. Anyways, what were you saying, David? What oh, I'm saying if if you guys uh, allow me, I would like to just talk about Danny Trejo's like. Uh, Two lines, two and a half four seconds. lines that he has. Yeah, man, yeah. Man, I thought he was with you, but uh, yeah, go ahead, David. I feel, I, I feel like I might be, you know, trampling a little bit on you, Stu, when I'm okay. gonna say all this well, stuff. Right, is you, that you pick, you pick the bone for me? I'll just, I'll just. All right, so I'll just be I don't know if man. it's the same. It might be the same bone. If it's not, if we're holding on to the same wishbone, dude, it's gonna be hell to pay. Right. Um, Danny Trejo had two lines. Benicio Del Toro said the same three lines the entire time as Swiper the Fox. I was sold that there was going to be more talking by those guys. Those guys it's didn't ben, do anything. Explain yourself. The entire movie. It was strange that they announced these casting decisions like <laughs> so far ahead in advance that you think that they would be more prominent. But I... I wish I didn't read them, so it was more of a surprise that when you hear their, you know, one or two lines, just like, oh fuck, it's uh, you know, it's Danny Trejo and Benicio del Toro. I I almost wasn't even sure that was him when yeah. you started talking. Swiper Swiper sounded like George Clooney, as yeah, in like him too. From, I was like, like I don't Fantastic Mr. Yeah. Fox. If you hadn't told me it was Benicio del Toro. I would have been like, what is George Clooney? Did they steal George Clooney's character from Fantastic Mr. Fox? I mean, I mean, I'll I will say I did enjoy uh, Swiper the Fox's lines. I thought they were kind of funny, but yeah, I, I think um, you're really sold. sold right, yeah. but I was really let down by how little uh, Boots or slash Danny Trejo uh, actually talked, which was like David said, two lines. I think the payoff for it was good, you know. I mean, for, I mean, I mean for the me, surprise I, was great, but then there wasn't any, there was no payoff pitch after that. I. I think it, the payoff was that he pretty much, uh, it, you know, it was just another meta joke, you know, a self-aware joke where it, you know, going through the story, it's at that point at which the hero is is weak and needs, you know, assistance or something. He's like, oh, no, I can't do this on my own. But, you know, and the wise old comes in. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the 
wise old mentor comes in and gives words of wisdom and he pretty much Danny Trejo pretty much like sums up everything that she needed to do you know in uh, quick, sense. so quick question because I didn't watch the show did Boots actually talk in the show yeah so he was like a featured character then in the show yeah Okay. Oh, the talking map and the talking backpack. I wanted I was, more. I was expecting a lot more, not just like a, a her childhood the, fantasy of that happening. Uh, childhood fantasy? You mean drug? Or whatever. Yeah. Maybe yeah, she's I mean, a hallucination. She a poison frog or something. Uh, if you went back in time... Into the, yeah. If you went back in time and told a little kid, hey, there's going to be a Dora movie where she gets high. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> They, they wouldn't know what the fuck you were talking about. Yeah, I mean, Dora pretty much was tripping balls. You know? I mean, that's... No, that's no I'm talking about the beginning of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that too. I'm ta- so I'm you're talking... telling me the, the name of the movie should have been Dora Does Molly in the Lost City of Gold. Or something. But, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, David, I was referring more to the very beginning when she was a child and pretending that the Oh, yeah, they were okay. Not when she was tripping balls. Yeah. So, um, which, which is weird to me that they would have, you know, they'd have Swipe of the Fox, who is a talking fox that everyone, nobody bats an eyelash at, but then they wouldn't have Boots be talking or, uh, her backpack and the map talking. Yeah. Uh, That was a little, that was a little jarring for me. Uh, but. Oh. Because I wanted more, I was expecting. That's what I was expecting when you told me about oh the the map and the backpack. I was like, I thought there'd be more talking backpack, basically. <laughs> okay, the one one thing I that just surprised me. I I kind of uh, exclaimed earlier, but then held off uh, was that I just I was looking at the uh, cast, and I was like, holy shit, Diego is Jeff is Mark Wahlberg's nephew. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh. I was like, what? So, uh, there is a funny story about that. Uh, I want to cover that later. But since we're talking about... Covering it now, then. Yep. Um, so, uh, uh, what's his name? Something Wahlberg. Jeff Wahlberg? What's Jeff his name? Wahlberg. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Wahlberg. Wahlberg was originally not in the movie at all. Uh, he was. Uh, there was a different actor playing Diego at the time when they were doing production. He got fired... And they had to replace him with Jeff Wahlberg and had to reshoot all his scenes. Wow. Uh, oh, was it Michael Sarah? No, it was not <laughs> Michael Sarah. It was an actor named Mick Moreno. Why uh, did they have to, why did they fire him? So there weren't any official reports as to what happened, but so you heard were, it here first. You heard it here first. Breaking news. There were um some on-set confirmations that uh, the actress playing Dora was getting a little too close with the actor playing Diego. What do you mean by too close? As in, like, yeah. they were... I don't... Doing, I need you to hit uh, me on the head with what you're trying to say, Ben. Yeah, stop dancing around it, Ben. Well, okay, so the news articles <laughs> I've read have... Stated, I, you need to get on the same that, list that David's on. So just say it. <laughs> they use the term kissing cousins a lot. Kissing cousins. <laughs> but wait, but isn't it important for on scene, uh, on set for there to be like a chemistry between 
you know, starring actors and actresses? Isn't that I kind of important? I suppose so, but I guess there were there was some concern that because Mick Moreno was 20 and the actress playing Dora was 17, that could have caused some issue, but oh, I don't know. I mean, I've, I mean, I've heard of other real-world people having those kinds of relationships, so I don't it, see it as I, a big... If the age difference was wider than that, then okay, yeah, it gets a little weird. Yeah, so I... I'm not really too sure what the what the issue was, even if they were having like an onset romance or something. But if it were something so major that it was affecting work or something, or it was affecting publicity or the public image, then I guess it was something really bad. If they're doing just, I don't if, know. If they're doing the middle press of junkets the, and like she's just like all over him or he's all over her hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just or in the middle movie. of like a, a shoot, like all of a sudden just like, all right, we're gonna take a two minute recess and they're just making out in the corner. Yeah, just the whole time. <laughs> like, all right, guys, come on. Or hey, just... put, put put the monkey back. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just blowing each other between takes. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for some reason she seemed much uh, more unhappy when uh, uh, Jeff Wahlberg was in the in the scenes. It seemed much more like cousins then. <laughs> I was about to make looking a, up. I was about to make a comment about get on how, the list with me, Stu. Um, no, it won't be that kind of list. But um, I was gonna make a comment, but then I I just fact checked myself that um, I was gonna make a comment something about. Oh, there's no nobody's upset about Jeff Wahlberg portraying a Hispanic person or whatever, but he's actually half Dominican, so it's fine. <laughs> that's why there's no there's, that's why there's no uh, you know no one's upset about it. Because if it was like Mark Wahlberg, oh boy, <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Mark, yeah, Mark Wahlberg as Diego. <laughs> Or, yeah. <laughs> so. uh, I, I'm imagining the uh, Mark Wahlberg version from uh, what's that uh, that movie he did with The Rock, where they were like they were always working out. Pain and Gain. Oh, Pain and Gain, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the version of Mark Wahlberg as Diego that I want. Okay. That would been pretty good. Uh. Yeah, uh, let me see. I think another one, I mean, I didn't have much to, there wasn't much for me to like really latch onto in the movie other than um, I really liked pretty much any scene that Michael Pena was in. Uh, that was like, those were like my favorite parts of the movie. I gotta say, um, as someone who hasn't even seen Dora before, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I thought you said you watched it when you were a kid. No, I, I haven't. Uh, oh, um, I that, do like. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard the theme song, but that's about it. I thought that's I why you that, wanted us to watch it so badly, but. Oh uh, no, I just want to watch it because Dora the Explorer, and she's like, you know, Indiana Jones. Except the child, and. Except the child, and uh, let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, uh, I would say like uh, it, it was really interesting. You know, they. Um, <clears throat> Has there really been a different movie in which they took this uh, this property, like a really old property that was aimed towards children, and then retooled it so that it would be more appealing to the same group that has grown up? 
Yeah, Teletubbies. Me, like, I mean, are you are you saying Power Rangers doesn't fit that description? Uh, not really. I, I wouldn't say Power Rangers really fits that description <clears> because <throat> Power Rangers, you know, it's... Oh, they had all uh, those additional iterations of it, I guess. Yeah, they had the additional iterations, and, it, you know, it's still just giant robots at the end of the day, you know. It's not too big of a leap to say that, you know, people in our age group would be, you know, attracted to that. I'm saying what about Lion King? I mean, I didn't watch it, but, but I, I, there were still a large group of people that ended up watching it, and um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that's too, that big of a leap. I mean, something like this, where it was aimed not just at kids, but, you know, at very, well, very early stage children, you know? Like, this is a show that was teaching you about Spanish and oh. all that. It's like Blue's Clues, you know? It, yeah. or, oh. That would be a movie I'd see. <laughs> Blues or Blues. Barney? How about Barney? Ooh, or what about a, what about the the gritty uh, the gritty Blues Clues where like he's a oh he actually a, like they actually like, he's like a private eye in the thirties or something. <laughs> so what was the name of the about, guy? That... You're talking about Scruff McGruff. No, but <gasps> Blues Clues. He's Blues Clues, but Fine. older. Blues Scruff McGruff. <laughs> are you, are you, someone typing in Blues Scruff McGruff. Yeah, I think that'd be actually. I would love to see that. That'd be great. What was the name of the guy that was the buddy with? Uh, that the, was the original the guy. Yeah. Didn't he get in trouble for something? No. What's his character's name? Not. No, him. but I'm just saying Steve. the act. Steve. Yeah. Steve uh, and Blue are on uh, on the uh, part of the thin blue line, something like that. Uh, I don't think I don't think Thin Blue Line is going to fly with the the, the millennial audiences. Uh, I think we need to retool that. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, Blues Clues making a Blues. noir, Black Noir. <laughs> Ooh, Blues Clues teams up with Black Noir. Oh Blues God. Clues Noir. Yep, there we go. Instead of uh, Steve or whoever, it's Black Noir and Blues Clues. I think we can pitch this now. Wow, you heard it here first. Uh, breaking news. Black Noir and Blue's Clues. All right. Well, well I, think, um, I think his name's just Blue, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Blue and Black Noir. Blue and Black, black and Blue, and blue, blue Noir. Clues. No, just Black and Blue. Ooh, Black and black blue. blue. There I we like go. That. Noir and Blue? Black and Blue? No, I think <gasps> we got it. Oh, that would we got just, it, that'd, be, that'd be it. Black and Blue. No, I think we got it already. <laughs> okay, what, what, what was it? It's in the can already, David. <laughs> oh. Oh, we already shot it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, where okay. were you? Well, um, any other uh, closing thoughts on Dora and the Lost City of Gold? I really, really, really enjoyed the ending the, the ending song dance thing. Because... Yeah, that was actually pretty... Yeah, it was almost like kind of like... Um, like in... Uh, Watching like a Bollywood movie? No, well... I guess if you like the dancing part, I was going to say more along the lines. And I guess the whole movie might have had some of this, too. But, like, I think the ending song was kind of more exemplary of it where, like, in, uh, like, say, like in Shrek or those kinds of movies where it's, like, kind of a chill. It's it's mainly a children's movie, but they throw in jokes that, like, that are kind of more for the grownups. Yeah. So I like when, he, you know, when he says that, you know, the dis- he has got, he's got dysentery. I thought that yeah. was funny. Uh, yeah. Just because it kind of caught me from like by surprise, I was not expecting them to like say something like that in a children's movie. So yeah, um, well, 
I guess I like the song for a different reason. Uh, okay. You the, just like... Um, <laughs> okay. No, the, I, I just like poop jokes, I guess, so... <laughs> no, the, act, the actual lyric for the song was something I kept saying for the past two weeks. Where, right. where we, whenever we talked about Mindhunter, it's like, who is Mindhunter? Oh, the real Mindhunter was the friends we found along the way. And they literally said the real treasure. <laughs> so you're saying they they stole your line and they put it in the movie and you yeah. want you want restitution. No, I'm letting them run with it. They, they oh, took okay. it. They stole Swiper stole it. Oh damn Swiper. He stole my heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I overall really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was, you know, really well done. The uh the humor translated pretty well, you know, kept uh kept her in character but it, you know her um upbeat personality kind of made for like some really great jokes i felt um you know the uh man i can't even think of a specific one but her her personality and her actress did a really good job uh and i really like the whole take where on well an homage to pretty much indiana jones Oh yeah, essentially, it was, it was like a Indiana Jones movie for kids. Even I mean, even the ending where yeah, you I get did. into the, the I whole. I mean, I go ahead. Sorry. Oh uh, well, the whole ending was even like an Indiana Jones movie where you know the whole time they're trying to use facts and logic to get through this, and then at the end it's some supernatural <laughs> entity right. that they have to go up with, and all logic is out the window. You know, I really enjoyed that part. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm just old now or whatever. I was just like, I was just sitting there going like, Indiana Jones did it better. Because <laughs> so, like, Wait, they're literally showing their Last Crusade. Crystal Skull, right? Oh I mean, it was pretty much Last Crusade. That's it what I liked whole, about it. They bit the entire like last scene or like that whole <laughs> yeah. scene of choosing uh, choosing the you know Christ Cup or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't really appreciate it just because I... I was like, kid, he was like, you stupid kids. If you want to see this scene, go watch Last Crusade. But. So. I think it was a good homage to it. Eh, I mean, I don't even know. I wouldn't call it homage because it was like a shot for shot. Like, they just like Remake, stole the whole but scene. But instead of Indiana, it's, uh, yeah. it's Thor. It's kind of like when, uh, like the whole thing with like Avatar <clears throat> being just a complete ripoff of Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves was a ripoff of Pocahontas. I think it's the other way around. No, it was Pocahontas. Pocahontas was the first movie ever made. Oh, what do you mean? Like, wait, in film history? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, can you paint with all the colors of the wind? I'm fact checking that shit (laughs) right now. Make sure I know. I thought you were fact checking this. My movie, God, I guess you really don't like film, Stu. When movie pictures, uh, moving pictures were invented in 1995, Pocahontas was the first ever. Oh, you're right, but you're right. Yeah, see? Fucked up. Uh, yeah, you did. Shit, sorry. Yeah, you, you should be. You should know that Christian Bale was one of the earliest actors of our generation. Well, not of our generation, of film history. Christian Bale was in that? Yeah. Oh, shit, he was. <laughs> I forgot about that. What? Okay, so that's an actual fact. <clears throat> That's a real fact. The first star of screen moving pictures, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yes. Yep. But yeah, uh, overall, I, I, I was surprised at how much I liked the film. 
Yeah, I mean, I, me too. Even though I was not expect, I was like doing my best to not have a good, have, enjoy myself. But, um, but yeah, that's why I got it. I gave it a five. Um, nice. Because if I had just not seen it at all, it would have just been like a zero out of ten. So <laughs> it wore me down. It, it, you know, it had its moments. The moments were enough to uh, break through my defenses. So nice. David, any closing remarks? Uh, I did not think to compare it with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. What? I hadn't seen it in so long. You haven't seen Last Crusade? I have. He chose wisely. Yeah, that was wisely. That was the whole scene. He he chose wisely? They never even say that. Did Did they? It was he chose poorly. Nope. No, he says he. Well, he says you chose, chose poorly. Wisely. He says that to Indiana. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. He says he chose poorly about the guy who chose poorly. Okay. The, the Nazi. I didn't know if he. I didn't know if he said something to Indiana Jones after. No, he he did. Uh, oh, I'm pretty okay. sure. He I was did. like, did I remember that wrong? Like first after you had said that, I was like, oh crap, did I forget? I remember no, this wrong. No, you got it. You got it. Okay. But the oh, fact okay. that you got it, but the fact that you did not pick up on that during Dora is the more troubling part. Yeah, I mean. Come on. <laughs> they, they, well, even the, the, the even the cup even the bowl that she picked up was like worn tarnished and worn. Yeah, I know. Exactly it was like how the one in, in Last Crusade was. Well, yeah, because it was the you know Christ would have used a humble. He was a carpenter. He right. wouldn't have you know used the most extravagant looking yeah. cup. Uh, so yeah. Even that scene was just like they just bit it completely. And maybe but they uh, didn't stop the disaster by putting the cup back. Uh, well, okay, so I'm not referring to anything else that happened after oh, that. Oh, you're just talking about that exact... I was like, no, what I mean is, I didn't notice, like, the entire... I thought you guys were talking about the entire movie was a shot no, or shot reading. No, 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 no. Oh, just no, that one spot? That... Oh, yeah, that, I got that part. Okay. I was okay. just like, wait, you're telling me Indiana Jones had a talking sidekick? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, every yeah, each okay. movie had a talking sidekick. It <laughs> yeah, was, short uh, round. His name was Short, yeah, round. short round. <laughs> Yeah, who can forget he short round? Repeating, he never said a single word. He just kept repeating his name. Yeah, short, round. like a poke, short, like a Pokemon. Yeah, short round. Oh, I oh, I put it. Okay, is someone right, um, using their that, mic that's... as a as a speed bag? <laughs> a speed bag. It's like you know, like the, box, the boxers. You know, they do the one-handed yeah. circle thing, punch, circle oh, punch, oh, like this. Yeah, so sure. Now you know who it was. Yeah. <clears throat> all right um so that you know for me that i don't have very much to talk about it was it was decent it was okay um i thought ready or not was way better so obviously if we're comparing movies um i feel like we were probably built it up a little bit too much because we had been talking about it for the last three weeks and ben kept bringing it up but well, other than that i thought it was fine i mean whose fault is that ben's fault yeah, Ben's fault. No, I, I think it's just your guys. I wanted to watch yourself. Angry Birds too. I think I would have shot myself. <laughs> <laughs> then it would have been uh, Uno and a half Cinco's. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> then who? I I mean I can't dunk on David by myself. That's like, yeah. You rim, need to all of you. Yeah, the rim's I'm too a... high. Like <laughs> I mean, I can't. Let's be honest. I can't. It's it's. Not very high. It's that's like, true. 
I mean, you just, you don't even have to reach up. You, you just bend down and there it is. You, know? <laughs> you just, it's not even a dunk anymore. It's just like you drop it into the basket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that wraps up our section of the uh, in-depth review of Dora and the Lost City of Gold. We are now exiting the spoiler zone. Please make sure to keep all hands and feet inside the vehicle as we exit the spoiler zone. Wait, why would you keep your hands and feet inside the spoiler zone if you're exiting? If you're, if the you're leaving, you don't make any sense, that David. Yeah, that that doesn't the, make sense. Like, oh, no, hey, said, get, you know, keep your hands and feet inside the ride when you're getting out. Inside the vehicle, not yeah, inside the spoiler zone. In the vehicle, you, you, oh, you, you wouldn't do wait, that. Wait. On a roller coaster ride? No, no, no. I think I got it. I got it, Ben. Uh, it, this is like we're like in Jurassic Park, and we're in the jeeps that are being on the on the on the uh, on the rail, and so yes. we have to stay inside the jeeps as we're exiting Jurassic Park. Correct. Oh. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what he was trying to say. So you're Thank saying you. we're about to get fucked? Well, yeah, because then the yeah T Rex is going to come get us. <laughs> Luckily, uh, David's going to chicken out and go run to the bathroom uh, just to be the first one eaten. And then we'll say, he left us. Yeah. He left us. Then <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Goldblum comes to save the day. You got to go. Must go faster. <laughs> Must go faster. All right. Um, so, <laughs> all right. This is uh, where we uh, pick the movie of this week. I think for this week. It's pretty obvious. Nothing big's coming out, so it's going to be the Angry Birds movie too. <laughs> Saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> it's going to be it too. Um, oh boy, where's angry. my gun? I need a. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no. This week, I think I think we all are in agreement. The biggest movie that's coming out is going to be It Chapter Two. Um, anybody else have anything else that they wanted to see instead? Oh, obviously. Uh. Night Hunter or Night Hunter? What? I don't know. I'm just looking at IMDb. I'm just looking at Rotten Tomatoes and what's coming oh. out. It's It Chapter Two, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Eddie at 63%. Oh. Night Hunter at 8%. Uh, the one that Night Hunter has, uh, what is his name? Ben Kingsley in the movie. Uh, oh. Nate Fillin. Uh, how do you say his name? Fian? Yeah, 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 from uh, the uh, Firefly movie and series. Um, oh, I thought you were. I thought Cavill. you were make, trying to make up a movie based no. on based off of Mindhunter, and you just said mm-hmm. Night Hunter because you okay. didn't think of anything. I, that does sound very fake. Joke <laughs> is on you. It's a real movie with eight percent. Why does it say it came out in twenty eighteen? Does it? It says release date, September 6, 2019. I'm looking at it saying release date, September 28, 2018. Hmm. Are we talking about the same movie? Are there the two Night Hunters? Ben Kingsley. Uh, let me check. And Henry Cavill? Yep. The guy who played Superman? Yep, yep, yep. Did they already release this before? IMDb says 2018, so well, I don't know what you're looking at. Are they Ron re-releasing it? 2019. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, was I it, think so, with, it was so good so, in 2018, they had to re-release it for 2019. And then, and then so that everybody can just crap all over it yeah. and give it the 8% audience yeah, like, score. Yeah, like, I saw this movie <laughs> last year. Why is it out again? 
Um, but yeah, so I think it. I think it's pretty obvious. It chapter two. It's gonna be the. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> Sorry. This week's episode is brought to you by Hotels.com and this Captain Obvious, hosted by Stu. What? Uh, played by Stu. I don't. I don't want to have to pretend to be the Captain Obvious guy. That's too much work. Also, <laughs> it's like too too corny. I didn't get that at all. What, what, what was the Captain Obvious? You you must obviously not watch uh, NBA on TNT then, because or Shaq and a fool because he is the mascot of that. Okay, anyway, never mind. We're we're yeah, just gonna leave move. That. Yeah, okay. whatever. Yeah, we're not gonna. I was forced it. Okay, uh, so this week I think we're all in agreement. It's gonna be it, chapter two. Uh, the tagline is "It ends." Do you actually think that this is actually going to complete the? Usually, you know, usually most movies are trilogies, right? Whenever they have like a sequel. Well, so I you... mean, this this movie is pretty much already you know established as. The first part of the story is when the kids first encounter it. And then, and then 27 like, years later, they sh- they have to come back to finish off the job. I yeah, mean, so I, I don't know if that was that part of the book. Did that happen in the book? Yeah, yeah, that happened in the book. Oh, okay. Was there I a thought, second book that they wrote, or was it in the same no, book? It was the same book. I thought Thomas had told me that the the book ended with all of the kids, and this is this is what's going to get me on the list. Uh, all of the character, all the kids in the book. Uh, having like a gangbang on the oh, girl. Oh yeah, no, that that did happen. Yeah, that. But I thought that, that was happen. like the end. I thought that was like towards the end, so I didn't think they would have like a twenty-seven years later part. So. Oh, I mean. They, that doesn't that really happens. ruins their innocence twenty-seven years later. No, yeah. no but I, I was just saying that I thought that part of the book was towards the conclusion of this it story. So mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think they had like a adult when they were grown-ups part, but. Is it not? What? Was it not the ending? I don't. I don't I know. So. Well, well, whatever. We'll, it's happening. We'll have to find out on uh, this, you know, next week's uh, episode of of Dragon Ball Z. Gotta watch Goku charge up a spirit bomb for twenty-eight minutes. Only, <laughs> only to not throw it until the next week's episode. Well, Goku finally finished charging chapter the spirit ball. Well, it, Gohan finally passes driving. Yeah. Find out on the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. I must, I must have be misremembering how Dragon Ball Z worked. While Goku was out uh, fighting like, Frieza or Cell yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, Gohan was just like doing regular teenager stuff, like you know, <laughs> pop quizzes and and driving exams. There was His an episode where dance, who is Goku... he going to take to the to the dance? There was an episode where Goku and Piccolo took a driving test. So <laughs> I mean, life lessons. It's not far. It's not, not far removed. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Dos and a Half Cinco's podcast. I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Join us next week when we review It Chapter 2. See you guys next time. Yeah, fuck that Ben guy, though, for real.
Oh wait, wait, are we, we're not keeping that, right? We're, we're, <laughs> oh no, we're keeping that part. No, we could we could fix that post. We can, that was gold. That was the part. No, we could that Yeah, it's staying in. It's gonna stay in. We could like just cut something else. Nope. Sorry, Ben. Maybe. All right, Ben. Outro music starts coming in over here.